You're listening to episode number 23 of the Secondary Science Simplified podcast. Well, hey there. It has brought me so much joy this past month to walk through this series of episodes with you about ending the year strong so that you can set yourself up for success next school year. And of all of the episodes and strategies we've covered, today's episode is by far my favorite. Some of you are listening to this while being just days away from the end of the school year. And so I want to make sure before we wrap up this series that we talk about how you can set up both rocks and boundaries for yourself this summer. Not sure what I mean by that? Well, lean in, teacher friend, because I cannot wait to share more with you in this episode. This is Secondary Science Simplified, a podcast for secondary science teachers who want to engage their students and simplify their lives. I'm Rebecca Joyner from It's Not Rocket Science. As a high school science teacher turned curriculum writer, I'm passionate about helping other science teachers love their jobs, serve their students, and do it all in only 40 hours a week. Are you ready to rock the time you spend in your classroom and actually have a life outside of it? You're in the right place, teacher friend. Let's get to today's episode. All of the tips I've shared in episodes 20, 21, and 22 are incredibly important to end the year strong, but what I want to share with you today is by far my favorite, and I believe the most valuable suggestion for setting yourself up for success next school year, and that is to decide on your rocks for the summer and then set boundaries so that you can actually protect those rocks and keep them. So what on earth do I mean by rocks? I don't know if you've ever heard of this metaphor of rocks in a jar or maybe seen someone enact a visual of it, but if not, it goes a little something like this. So picture a large glass mason jar or a big glass vase and a table full of fist-sized rocks, maybe small quarter or nickel-sized pebbles and then a bunch of sand in a bucket. If you pour the sand and the pebbles into your jar first, then those larger rocks will never fit into the jar. But you could take that same amount of material and put your biggest rocks in first, then add your pebbles, and then finally at the end, pour the sand over the top, and the sand will seep in through all the crevices, and it will all fit into the jar seamlessly. It's an awesome visual if you've never seen it. But what does it have to do with life and teaching? All right, here's what it means for you and me, teacher friend. Rocks are meant to be our priorities in life. These are the biggest and most important things we want to spend our time and energy on because no matter how hard you try, no one has more than 24 hours in a day. So your rock should always be the first thing that goes into the jar or the first thing that's going to get your energy and your time. Pebbles are then the next tier in size and importance. They should be smaller and while still important, they aren't the priority. They should only go into your jar and only get your time and energy after your rocks do. And then everything else in our lives should be considered sand. I live at the beach and sand grains are the smallest 
and they should represent the least significant responsibilities that we have. They should be the last things that go into our jars and only after we have given our time and energy to the rocks and pebbles first. And when we do things in this proper order of the biggest first and then the next size and then the sand last, we can actually fit all of those things that we desire to do in. But if we let our priorities get shifted and rearranged, we start putting all the small things like those sand grains in first, there's no room left and there's no capacity left for the big things. And here's what I found in my own life and in the many teachers' lives who I've worked alongside and also just corresponded with over the years since I started It's Not Rocket Science. It's that so many of us don't take the time to really think through what our rocks are or those big things that we want to matter most and that should get our energy first. So then we get stuck with a jar full of pebbles and sand that have all filled our time and taken up our energy. And then we constantly feel like we are over capacity and unable to do all that we feel responsible for doing. And this leaves us feeling drained. And for some of us, it leaves us feeling like we failed. And we do this in our personal lives outside of the classroom, but also in our teaching lives. And I see this especially happening for teachers when we do get time off in the summer. And so for most teachers, it kind of goes one of two main directions. So on one end of the spectrum, you enter the summer so drained that you just decide to completely unplug from all things school and work related because you know that you just need to rest and be with your family. But then you may find this nagging feeling with you all throughout the summer or that when summer comes to an end and it's time for you to head back into the classroom, you're feeling stressed and maybe even a little guilty that you didn't spend more time prepping for the school year. And then you start to feel really overwhelmed by all that's before you going into the back to school season. On the other end of the spectrum, you might be the type of teacher that goes in the summer, you give yourself a little break, a little time off, but then you just make this massive list of all the things that you have got to do this summer while you have the time so you can fix next school year and make it better than this school year was. And you spend your summer working your tail off only to then start the year completely exhausted because you never actually took the time to truly rest. Or maybe you're someone like me where you kind of try to ride these two extremes in the middle, but then you're constantly going back and forth from feeling tired but productive to feeling rested but guilty for resting. This is something I really struggled with when I started being a work-from-home mom and was trying to do It's Not Rocket Science while also being the primary caregiver for my children. I basically worked when my kids were sleeping. So that meant I was working during nap times and I was working after bedtime, but I didn't have really like set hours. So then whenever it was night and I'd put the kids down and I was tired and I just wanted to, you know, read a book or watch a show, I would just feel so guilty that I wasn't working. And so then the next night I would stay up so late working and then the next day I would feel exhausted and have no energy with my kids and I'd be short with them and then I'd feel guilty for not being present with them as a mom. And I just kind of rode this line back and forth, back and forth of never feeling like I was doing enough because I didn't decide on rocks and I didn't decide on boundaries. And so that's what I wanna challenge you to do. 
I want to challenge you to take a different approach going into this summer. That's none of the above options that I just described. Okay, so here's what that looks like. This week, I want you to take some time to think through this school year and think and decide upon a few big rocks for this summer. These will just be a few big things that if you could accomplish these things this summer while you're off of school, that you would get back to school next year and just be in a really great place. Like it would be so nice if you got these three things done before next school year. It would make your life a lot easier. But the challenge is I want you to keep this number to three. I've found if you have too many things, it just gets really overwhelming and then you're overworking yourself. So really try to keep that list down to three. Okay, a few examples of what your rocks could look like. Maybe one of your rocks is you're going to record lecture videos for your physics course so that for every set of lecture notes that you would normally give, you now have a video lecture recorded that you can use for flipping the classroom. If the pandemic's still around and we're in and out of virtual, you know, however you choose to use that, maybe that's one of your rocks. Or maybe your rock is going to be setting up a new class website or revamping your Google Classroom site because you didn't like the functionality of it last year. Or another rock could be you're going to batch lesson plan all of your lesson plans for one of your preps. Maybe for your anatomy course, you're going to get lesson plans done for one of them. And then you have to leave it at just that, just three things that are going to be your rocks. Would it be awesome if you batch lesson plan for every class you taught and recorded lecture videos for every class you taught and had this fancy website and created this awesome digital simulation, all these different things for every class you taught? Of course it would, but I also want you to not work all summer and to actually rest. Think about how good it would feel to even just have one entire prep done and off of your to-do list for next year. That's a great rock that's also still a manageable size. Again, we're looking to set three rocks here, not straight up boulders. I don't want you to come up with three boulders. I want you to come up with three rocks. Then I want you to think through your summer and I want you to create a schedule so that we can have boundaries. Okay, so in your schedule, I want you to decide when you will work on accomplishing your rocks and that's the only time you're gonna do it. You'll set up a boundary outside of the schedule and you will not work on those rocks any other time. And this will depend on your personality and preferences and lifestyle. Okay, so maybe you wanna set aside Tuesday and Thursday mornings every week all summer to just chip away at your rocks little by little. You're going to sign your kids up for swim team and you'll work on it while they are at practice and that's it. Or maybe you make a deal with your partner that they're going to watch the kids on Monday evenings every night for the entire summer and on Monday evenings you get to skip out on dinner cleanup and bath time and bedtime and that's the time that you work on your rocks. Or maybe working little bits at a time like this just doesn't feel good to you. So instead, you just want to not work at all and then block out two weeks that you're going to just get childcare. You're going to find an old student to watch your kids and you're going to work full days for two straight weeks and knock out all of your rocks at once. If this is you, I recommend giving yourself like a week or two at the beginning of the summer just to kind of like decompress and then scheduling your two work weeks kind of mid-summer so that then you can kind of unplug the rest of the summer and really rest before school starts. But really, just do what fits your personality and your circumstances best. 
don't do it because it works best for me, but do it because it works best for you and your family and your lifestyle. And this is the most important part. Once you decide on your rocks and once you decide on your work schedule, you need to set up boundaries so that you can actually let go and rest the rest of the time. Give yourself permission to not do anything else school-related other than these big rocks you've decided on. No guilt for taking off a month entirely or for only thinking about school on those Tuesday and Thursday mornings that you're working on school if that's the schedule you've decided upon. Y'all, you deserve this break. You need this time to recharge. Your students need you to come back rested and revived for another school year, not drained and guilt-ridden from spending your entire summer either working or feeling like you should have worked more. And if you still feel guilty about not working more, then don't forget you are not getting paid to work this summer. So if you feel like you should or could or need to do more, let me release you from that now. Decide on your big rocks, focus on them, and protect yourself from pebbles and sand that can be incredibly distracting. Work pebbles and sand are things like your work email inbox or going into school to check on how the floors are being waxed or to redo that bulletin board that you've always been meaning to redo. So please, I ask you, set up some boundaries so that you don't get distracted by those things. If you find at the end of the summer, you have a lot of capacity left because you did get your rocks accomplished and you did actually rest, then you can use the remaining time at the end of the summer to go in and do some of those pebbles and sand-like tasks. But in the meantime, please delete your work email from your phone, hide your school keys, shut down your computer if that's what it takes to truly unplug and rest because you deserve it, teacher friend, and you need it to be the best teacher you can be for your students. If you can't tell, I am so passionate about this and helping other science teachers simplify their lives so that they can enjoy teaching again and so that you can actually have a work-life balance. This is why I started the Secondary Science Simplified Professional Development course last summer and why this podcast was born from that this past January. Because the best way you can end this year strong and set yourself up for success next school year is to decide upon these rocks and establish the boundaries you need to accomplish them and then let go of the rest so you can really, truly recover and revive yourself this summer. So will you take the challenge this week and think through what your rocks will be for the summer? If you do, shoot me a DM on Instagram at It's Not Rocket Science and tell me what you decide because I truly would love to hear from you and encourage you as you make these decisions. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you're looking for more support this summer for how to simplify your life, be sure to join the waitlist for the Secondary Science Simplified course at itsnotrocketscienceclassroom.com slash SSS waitlist. Taking this course could be a great rock for you to focus on this summer if you choose to. All right, teacher friends, that wraps up today's episode. If you're looking for an easy way to start simplifying your life as a secondary science teacher, head to itsnotrocketscienceclassroom.com slash challenge to grab your classroom reset challenge. And guess what? It's totally free. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you here next week. Until then, I'll be rooting for you, teacher friend.